sound means it means live from the ice hockey bandage room of the hard rock hotel and casino in area 51 welcome to tonight's edition of sci-fi saturday night i am the dome joining us tonight from the four color vault comics in manchester new hampshire illustrator x and the dead redhead hello kitties hello everyone dome Yes. Once upon a time, I was falling in love, but now I'm only falling apart. There's oh, nothing man, I can man. do. A total eclipse of the heart. Someone stop him with <laughs> Oh, my God. You know, excuse and me, all of our listeners that's... just hung up. <laughs> that, song, that song always reminds me of zombies. I was falling apart. My arm just fell off. <laughs> I need some brains. From the all right now, mouth tonight in Boston. Welcome, Kriana. I am not going to sing. Thank you. Oh, I certainly and, did. And in Erie, Indiana, awake by Java. That's a me. <laughs> That's a you are. Wow. And in our second half hour today, <laughs> we're in for an interesting ride, kitties. It's DJ Sucklord of the Suckadelics. Do we say that right? Is that a real band? I mean, hi. X, is that a real band? It must be. I've got a stack of four CDs I'm looking at. Well, and they're I awesome. To, I can't wait to talk to this guy, because I just don't even see how that could be a real band. Not, not don't, well, wait, wait a minute. You're the one who used to listen to Harry and the Potters. Harry, I'm wearing a T-shirt <laughs> from Harry and the Potters right now, actually. Save Ginny from the Basilisk. everyone <laughs> <laughs> don't knock it hey listen before we get into uh this week's silliness uh i'd, I'd like to do uh, a very very quick thank you uh to boing boing uh, yes Corey uh, Doc- uh Corey uh who is an excellent, excellent sci-fi author with very progressive views about copyright and has released his books under Creative Commons licensing. And not only that, but a very special kind of Creative Commons licensing that benefits the developing world. And I just think that that is the most fantastic thing ever. So, and Thanks to Boing Boing, uh, our auction for Gene Robinson got worldwide attention. And uh, our... our uh, website got some awesome hits also also a huge thanks to brown coats redemption for the mention on their website and their twitter feed thank you also very very much so if you have no idea what we're talking about kriana why don't you tell them if you have been living under a rock or are just joining us on may 8th we are having a very special robert a heinlein special i guess and I, I think we're calling them uh, a writer's retrospective. Good, good. Sure, why not? A okay. writer's retrospective, then. Yeah. And 
we're, we're gonna have the very amazing, world-renowned, super fantastic, one of my favorite authors, Spider Robinson. <laughs> yeah, he's, he is pretty damn good. I cannot express in enough words how fantastic his books are. Unfortunately, Spider's wife, Jean, who is a pretty good author in her own right, and that pretty good was an understatement. It was. Uh, has cancer. And, you know, even though they have the nice Canadian health care, it doesn't cover everything, not even close sometimes. And, you know, as starving artists, they need some support. And we, of course, wanted to know, what, what can we do for you guys? So we came up with a great idea to have some jam sketch done at um, Granite Con, Nashua, and Boston Comic Con while we were there. And um, we came out with an outpouring of emotion and love from the whole community. We mm. ended up with not one, not two, not four, six jam sketches from various artists at Granite Con and Comic Con. Plus. Plus, plus 18 other items for your eBay bidding enjoyment. So on May 8th, we are putting all 24, count them 24 items up for sale on eBay. You can find the details on SciFiSaturdayNight.com, and it's it's going to be done through the I Dream I Dream for Jean, correct? Um, eBay facade and her fund there. So join us on May eighth for the live kickoff of these auctions, and we just thank everyone who could possibly send this out to everyone that they know because we really really want to give as much help as possible to Gene and Spider. Here's yes. the cool thing. On May... 15th. 15th. Um, that is the day and that is the time at 8 o'clock Eastern Time that these auctions will close. No, wait. May 8th is when they open. May and May 15th is when they close oh, okay. at 8 p.m. Yes. And so uh, we, we are going to actually close them live on the show. Yes. You will know first how much money we raise. We hope and it's enough. Tell your friends, tell your buddies, tell your rich Uncle Saul. Tell and them uh, and uh, please go to our website, SciFiSaturdayNight.com, and sh click on the uh, click on the links. Take a look at the artwork for yourself and drool over that Doctor Who poster. Uh, <laughs> drool while you're there, you could listen to other episodes of our, of our show. Mm. You, you could say to. hi. You can do all sorts of wonderful things. But anyways, there's a lot to talk about this week. It's been an interesting week, hasn't it? It's been a crazy week. Oh, by the way, if you're in Boston tonight, after you get done listening to us, drop on down to the Boston Independent Film Festival tonight. Say hi to Amber Benson and Adam Bush. They're premiering Drones at the Drones at the Boston Independent Film Festival tonight at 10.30. Uh, it's and at the Somerville Theater in Somerville, Mass., actually. We were hoping that Amber was going to be able to just kind of call in for a couple minutes, but she's evidently napping, and Lord <laughs> knows she's a beautiful woman who needs her beauty rest. 
And uh, we oh, wish. Oh, don't ever tell a woman she needs her beauty yeah. rest. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, especially no. her. Dude, oh. come on, man. She can crush you. She is Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> we love you dearly, Amber. We hope things go terrifically for you tonight. Tell Amber that Sci Fi Saturday Night sent you to go see her. There you oh, go. Oh, please. That would be the coolest thing in the world. So mm. somebody needs to go down to Somerville tonight and just say, the dome says you need your beauty rest, but we came anyway. <laughs> oh. Oh, that would go over well. Oh, uh, yeah. No kidding. Mr. Whedon, not all of us agree with the dome. Uh, I'm screwed already. I'm screwed <laughs> already. Uh, oh, my God. Java, save us. Talk about the Doctor Who game, please. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there was a press conference recently um, where the BBC revealed that they're making a few Doctor Who video games. Awesome. Um, it was a really small press release, uh, but basically in the new, uh, with the new Doctor and the new Companion that came with this current season, um, they're also releasing a few video games that were actually um, developed by the guy uh, who developed uh, another set of amazing point-and-click and eventually um, other video games uh, he did the the Broken Sword series and a bunch of other things that have been staples of gaming for for decades, um, and so he's he's designing um, the the Doctor Who adventure games, which are going to be for PC and Mac. They're point and click adventure games, um, all 3D rendered, and uh, they they are focused on the the new Doctor and his companion. Yeah, the renders actually look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're going to send you up uh, uh, when we post this. We're going to uh, send you to a site that has uh, some uh, pictures of the renders on it. Uh, the Cybermen look great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the first of the games is going to be called the, the City of the Daleks. And so it'll deal with some of the new Daleks that have, uh, that have the new strain of Daleks that have come out. Um, and then. The <laughs> when I saw the new Daleks, I called them I Daleks. I think they were designed <laughs> by Steve Jobs. <laughs> Absolutely, right? <laughs> they really did kind of have that. that We've got something really amazing for you. We really love it, and we're so excited to, to let you see it as well. Now, these are the new Daleks, and they're available today. <laughs> We think there's we just think one more thing. They're magical. They come in different flavors. <laughs> they sparkle. Five they sparkle. beautiful flavors. <laughs> oh, my. oh god. It's not yeah. very often you get to mix Steve Jobs with Doctor Who, two of my favorite things, but God, did we just uh, giggle when they came out in all the different you colors. Know, I think that's funny because I think that the character of the Doctor is pretty much the antithesis of Steve Jobs. I think that he's. Uh, <laughs> I think that he would have much more fun with the Daleks, personally, or the Cybermen. Um, but the Cybermen are also going to be um, materializing in the series of adventure games, um, and actually they're going to be revealed in an Arctic setting, at least according to the artwork we've seen. So that, that should be fun. Um, and they're pretty small games, uh, downloadable games. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they're going to be downloadable through uh, the BBC's iPlayer technology. So it's not clear whether or not they're going to be available in the U.S. or not yet, um, legally. And um, so we'll have to see. <laughs> Dee, did you actually say legally? Hmm? What? We do. Oh, nothing. Nothing. Nope. I didn't. 
funny thing. One of the interesting things, though, is that um, BBC, the BBC is stressing that these the, the four adventure games that are going to come out is going to flesh out the series. And so they, they considered that the, the television series is actually going to be 17 episodes instead of 13 when you count the four adventure games. Oh, nice. So they're going to fit into the universe. They're going to fit into the series and, and go along with all the events. So, you know, if you're a who head, um, it's... <laughs> Athenian, I believe, is the correct terminology. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> Whatever. If, if you're if you're a fan, you're definitely going to want to check them out. I know I will be. Well, if you're if you're a fan, the, you a fan. the next scariest thing would be the the current move by uh, the Guardian newspaper. Ah, uh, yes. To make a Doctor Who the patron saint of Great Britain. <laughs> to quote the Guardian, the Doctor possesses so many traits of Englishness to which we all aspire. <laughs> Defiance and good humor in the face of adversity. A sense of style that is at once individual, traditional, and contemporary. A special brand of cheeky conservative rebelliousness and a humbling reliance on hot companions. Are you kidding oh, me? Professional thespian. Are you kidding me? You know what's you know what's the worst part about this? Neil Gaiman says, "I am so there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I think that I think that the, it's great in in terms of hey, you know what would be awesome, but uh, I, don't, I I I don't see the the English people going for this. Well, it, it kind of rolls along the same way of Jedi being an official religion of Australia. Yeah, no. Which, in fact, it is. That's kind yeah. of awesome. You know, because you have to have at least 2% of the population claim that as a, a religion in order for it to be an officially recognized. And there's actually, I think, 7 or 8% of Australians who, who will claim, <laughs> evidently in public, that they are Jedi. <laughs> you yeah, but there's Australia. Only there's only 2% of them that'll claim sobriety, so it, that doesn't really matter. <laughs> so oh, the other okay. five were... You can send your emails to... Illustrated.com. <laughs> we offend everybody. Crap. But then here's the thing, then. If, if Doctor Who is the patron saint of England, who is the patron saint of America? Jack Harkness. Well, it's definitely not going to be Jack Harkness. I was just going to say that. <laughs> And that's Superman. such that, yeah, Superman. And you know that is perfectly lame. Oh. Oh. Superman, Captain America. Oh God! Oh no, that's oh, our I'll, national TV show. Oh boy! I'll oh. I'll give you that one, Dom. Captain America, fine. Okay, Captain America. Captain America can be the patron saint. You know, I don't think I don't think that any of that takes into consideration the the requirements for uh, sainthood, let alone <laughs> let alone patron sainthood. Well, but well, if, he's died. Well, no, wait wait a minute. Saints according to who? Wait so a minute. We, you have to perform have... three three verifiable miracles to become a saint. Right. Now let's take a look at Captain America, if just for a minute. <laughs> oh please, let's beat the Nazis. Yep. Here, here. Resurrected Bucky. <laughs> Uh, he didn't do that, but he reacted to it well in the comics. <laughs> and and, and work for Nick Fury. There, there's, I don't think, a better miracle than that. <laughs> That's true. 
Uh, or, or as felt his five said, if George Bush can become president of the United States, there's no rational reason why the doctor cannot be the patron saint of England. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Have you guys noticed that whenever Doctor Who is currently airing, there's a lot better sci-fi stories to talk about? <laughs> yeah, right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's true. Um, well, I, you know, the, it just leaves us uh, with, the, with the knowledge that there is a big difference between um, America and the UK. Uh, really? Because, what tipped be- you off? <laughs> well, because because that that would not even be as it would be some kind of strange tea party thing. No, like uh, crazy people are are saying this or something like that. And I mean, there's no more evidence than than the fact that Fox has uh, has decided to reject the idea of an American version of Torchwood. Torchwood got weeded. That's so cool. Torchwood got weeded. <laughs> before, before we even touched it, before it even aired, you know what? Didn't. And why? I love. Did they say why though? Did they say it was because it was like they looked at what the budget would be? BBC Productions have mutually agreed not to progress with a thirteen-episode format for the United States because they are currently in discussion with several other interested networks. Because Jack is too gay to air on national TV. Alright, but this week, Archie Comics introduced a gay character. So, I mean, if if Riverdale... Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me Jughead was straight? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, of course not. That crown meant he was the king of Queen Archie's world. What I'm saying... Thank you. But, I mean, in a world where... How did we get there? (laughs) How is Archie still relevant? Oh, oh madam, is. you need to read some Archie's. No, I don't. Uh, uh, yes, you do. But uh, getting back to Torchwood. Um, yeah, Captain Jack. Um, well, is there any character on American TV right now who even is kind of like Captain Jack? No. No. Well, there well, are. No. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't really have to stretch it. Think but, about it. No. No. I don't. I don't think that American TV, you know, creates those kind of characters. I just don't. I mean, true. There, there's there's really nothing that that is both um, amusing, dramatic, and um, you know, action oriented on television that I can think of. I mean, if you guys can think of something, you know, we've we've either got. Uh, you know, sit, sitcoms, or we've got uh, dramatic things. Reality crap. I, I, I think it would be very cool if, like, maybe on Fringe, the character of Walter suddenly became like Jack Harkness. Now, Peter, I am going to, to, to molest you now, and it's going to be very good. And I would do, uh, the, the cameras will be held here and oh, here for the magnetic Shut presence. him up, please. I don't, I don't understand why this, this, this is the thing. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not following. No one's following him. That's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, in any case. But the, <laughs> bo- the bottom line is this. If the BBC wasn't willing to renew Torchwood for England, to think for a minute that it would survive in any way, shape, or form, regardless of how bastardized they made it as an American series, was foolish. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. The BBC actually canned Torchwood? I thought it was going to eventually come back. It had the highest ratings ever. 
the BBC has, up to this point, not renewed it. Wow. It, it is not renewed, which is maybe the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't know. I think that I think that it makes sense in the current with the current Doctor series going. I mean, they don't want to pull any more focus from the new Doctor and getting people hooked. It, you know, maybe maybe it'll come back later, or maybe not at all. But you know, there was that chemistry between um, David Tennant and and what's his name who plays Jack Harkness? John Barrowman. John Barrowman. Yeah. Yeah. There, exactly. there was there was a terrific chemistry there that simply might not exist with Max Smith, Matt Smith but at all. With, oh wait a minute! Oh, even with Eccleston no. too. Yeah, he, he was he introduced with Eccleston. Eccleston. Yeah, yeah, but. I, I don't. I don't know. No, I, I think. I think that's bullshit. That's an excuse, man. That's well, excuse. all we have is excuses. I mean, we, we can't explain why the BBC wouldn't pick. Didn't you BBC? Well, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You cannot say, "Damn you, BBC!" When we have some really, really good shows on TV that are just tanking, and some really, really bad shows, Smallville, that are. Still doing. Hey now, no kidding. Hey now, hey now. Okay, Smallville is. No, don't even try to defend Smallville. Don't defend it. Don't do it. You can't. You just. No. Java. Nope. Smallville. Nope. Do it. Do it. No. No. I'm just saying. Okay. Look. Smallville is not good. I will never. Whoa, 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 whoa. Indiana boys speak. I will never in my life say that Smallville is good, but. It fulfills a purpose. I mean, just like those cruddy romance novels with the half-naked people in the grocery store while you go through the, you know, the checkout. They're there for a reason. They're not there to be, you know, they're not um, gripping fiction, but they, they do serve a purpose, you know. They're entertaining. Um, and and I, think, I think that it makes sense. The CW right now has wait, wait, wait. I understand. I understand. Smallville keeps getting renewed, so we have something to make fun of every week. Look, no, I think yes. that Tom Welling is just putting his whole paycheck into buying people off so that he gets to keep a job. Guys, it's, it's, it's actually much simpler than that. They're on the CW, which isn't, isn't really a network, number one. <laughs> <laughs> number two, the CW has three genre shows right now. Smallville, which has got a 1.2 rating. Supernatural, which has got a 1.5 rating. And Vampire Sparklies. Which has got a one point eight rating. Hey, I like Supernatural. Leave Supernatural alone. Now, neither of them has over a three percent share of the audience when they're on. None of the three of them. However, their loyalty index, which means do people who watch it keep coming back to it, is in the mid seventies to high eighties. So yeah. They keep these schmucks, whoever they are, keep coming back every week. John, I take Illustrator X. So you have something to pitch. Go so, to the CW. So <laughs> what you're saying is that the uh, the CW is the crack dealer of you know <laughs> small town USA. There. That is exactly, exactly. what I'm saying. Absolutely. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Supernatural. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> okay. You know. Th- there's nothing wrong with a lot of the of the television shows on right now, but you know the numbers on some of these shows are kind of depressing. I mean, flash forward 
So I have to admit that I tried to start watching Flash Forward this week, and I got maybe three quarters of the way through the first episode before I just couldn't do it anymore. And, and you know what's amazing is um, I've had some of my high school students say, you should watch Flash Forward. It's awesome. I, I don't know what it is. I'm just not, I'm not connecting. I don't care. And it's, it just didn't grab me. Well, here, here's, here's the problem with shows like Flash Forward. And for that matter, Fringe, which is, is, is getting some really horrible numbers right now. And it's so good right now. Oh my it's, God. It's, it's a so really good. great show, and it's getting some horrible numbers. The problem is that in the disposable society right now, if something doesn't catch you in the first 12 minutes, that, that, that click is in your hand, and off you go. And, yeah, but and, Fringe has been renewed. Yeah, it has. Fringe for has season. been renewed. Yes. I, yeah. I mean, I gave Flash Forward a full 45 out of the 60, though. I mean, I tried. Yeah, well, I haven't been able to watch Lost for two seasons now. Lost you is, watched Lost? Oh, gosh. Lost is going to be one of the best television shows that have, has ever been made. I am, I'm saying it right now, and I'm, I'll stick to that. Right now, all the work that people who are fans of Lost have put in over the course of the last, you know, five years is being paid off. And it is, it is hardcore science fiction fantasy right now, and it's oh. awesome. Good, because well, we're up to four. <laughs> yeah, we're halfway through season four right now, or so. Okay, you are you are it. in the pit. You are season four the, is the, is the lowest point. Oh my really? god! I thought season three, where, where it's like, well, you operate on this guy and get it over with. <laughs> but uh, season four, I'm just like, this is wonderful. It is good. Well, uh, maybe my memory's failing, but. Uh, I have mean, another drink. Don't worry. I have, <laughs> I have never been more happy to be watching Lost. It's every episode is spectacular, and of course, I feel the same way about Fringe. Every episode of Fringe is getting better and better. Even even where they 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 fall apart contextually, it's still a good show. I mean, the not the latest episode. I haven't watched that yet, but the the episode from last week, White Tulip. That was fantastic. Oh my god, that was that, good. That was the best episode of Fringe I've ever seen. It was yes, yes. And and, and honestly, and honestly, nothing happened. Hardly anything happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. And something. And oh, there it was, was just no like, consequence to the universe at all. That episode could not exist, and it wouldn't hurt the overarching storyline. But it certainly the, oh, it certainly played a huge role in character development and oh, feeling. Yes. You know, it felt like I was reading a story out of the Dangerous Visions anthology. It was just like, oh, this is what sci-fi is about. Yeah, absolutely. In case you're just uh, joining us, we're highly opinionated here on Sci-Fi Saturday Night. <laughs> 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 but um, it's just about 8.30 now. Is it already? Oh, my God. Time flies when you're really annoyed, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no, it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. So far. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> we didn't even get to mention this the website about Leonard Nimoy and Pi, but oh well. Uh, no. uh, uh, we'll save it for next week. Can I can I just say one thing though? Go um for it, one please. last thing. One last thing for you guys to check out. A couple of weeks ago, um I mentioned I brought uh, brought in a movie short film called The Gift. Um I, I found another one of those recently. Um it's called The Raven. And um if you're if you're interested in 
short films or um, you know this is this one isn't as good as the as the gift but it um, it's by Ricardo de Mont I think I'm saying this right de Montreal you got it okay sure. um, sounds fine uh, is, <laughs> is it's basically it's basically another short film um, that it has a lot of 3d animation some some sci-fi elements to it and it was okay it was pretty good definitely for six minutes it was good a good watch check it out just uh nice. google right, uh so, trivia yes you want to do it oh sure we actually uh illustrator x and i had the pleasure of going to see kick-ass this afternoon Woo! And aside from uh, all the negative reviews, we thought that Kick-Ass really did kick ass. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I want to be, what was her name again? Hit girl. Hit girl. I want to be Hit Girl when I grow up. I tell you that much. Give me that uh, the rocket launcher any day. Um, <laughs> but our trivia question tonight, if you are paying attention to the movie... Which actress plays the Red Mists? And if you saw the movie, you know who the Red Mist is. Which actress played the Red Mist's mother? And what superheroine did she used to play in her own right? All right. And what, so and what can we win? And you can it win, win. You, uh, the Psychedelics new CD. It's not a new CD. First of all, it's not the Suckadelics. It's Suckadelic. It's just, it exists in and of itself. And well, you speaking went... of Suckadelic, um, I think we have DJ Suckler on the line. Shall Hold I on a it? sec. You can win a copy of the Star Wars Breakbeat CD, which is a hell of a great album. It's hella great, even. Hella great. Way. All right. <laughs> Or just yeah. let us know the actress in Kick-Ass who played Red Mist's mother and what superheroine did she play in her own right? It in the comments of the post that I just posted. Here, here. Right, right there. Now I'm going to bring uh, in our very special guest. Our very special guest. DJ Suckadelic. DJ Suckalord. Suckalord, sorry. My God. My bad, my bad. DJ Suckport, it is a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you tonight? I'm good, thank you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here so far. Good. <laughs> I got a chance. Dude, I got to tell you, I have been listening to your discs for years. A few years ago, my wife comes to me and is like, I have heard this track online of this Skeletor of He-Man doing this song. This rap, you've got to hear this. And I checked it out, and then I checked out another one. And then I checked out another one, and I had to buy your supervillains disc. And then I had to go buy two other discs of yours. And you are one of my favorite artists right now, musically. Um, the question I will, and if everyone would please go to suckadelic.com right now and click on this, the links, you will see what I'm talking about and sample this. How the hell do you get away with copyright, man? Um, well, first, thanks for all the uh, sufficient blowing of smoke up fine ass. I appreciate here, that. Here. You, know, you, got, you got all that out of the way right at the beginning, which is, which is, which is appreciated. Um, I don't really know an answer to your question. Like, uh, I have my theory 
and it might not be as glamorous as uh, you know whatever you know legend might have grown around it. But uh, honestly, I think this shit is just too rinky dink for anybody to really take much notice of it. You know, I don't think you know whoever owns the licenses to these things that I'm manipulating uh, doesn't really see any obvious financial or publicity gain from taking any kind of legal action against it. So. That's the only thing that I can think of. I mean, are you referring to the Star Wars particularly, or all? Oh, just any of it. I mean, I mean, you've got. I might stuff. just be really lucky, you know. I just might be really lucky, and I'm like, there's that line where the radar ends, you know, and people say that cliche is just under the radar. It's like it's right hugging that radar line, you know, where it's just riding right underneath. And well, maybe maybe uh, being on Sci-Fi Saturday Night can take you above that level. <laughs> yeah, um, there you go. We'll see about we'll see about that. I mean, the level the level the level's fine actually. I think uh, the level's fine right here. You know, so why don't you tell us? What? Uh, I know I was just going to use my small one-man fighter analogy, but uh, you know, that's we'll for another time. Um, what? What's the next question? What so, were we going to say? Your, your website is immense. You've got tons of stuff going on. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're most excited about right now? Well, I mean, excited about, that's, I mean, you know, it's hard to get excited about anything if you do it all day, every day, obsessively. But uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited about the new Suckadelic movie that's coming out, Toy Lords of Chinatown. It's kind of going to be a serialized uh, YouTube adventure uh, chronicling the uh, Chinatown action figure wars, you know, between Suck Lord and his adversaries. And it's all about food making toys and shooting it out with laser guns in the street of Chinatown. And uh, I've been developing that for a long time and it's almost ready to, for the first episode to drop. So I'm very excited about that. And it's going to be interesting too because it's going to involves a lot of the actual toys that are going to be coming out over the next couple of years. So it's a really kind of way for me to sort of, you know, brand some of my uh, artwork in this sort of in-universe fashion. So it's kind of experimental, but it's looking like it might be kind of fresh. Nice. Now, you do a lot of uh, stuff with toys here. I mean, you do... Um like the Micronauts, you do a lot of stuff with Star Wars line, like the gay stormtroopers and so forth. And what's your favorite stuff to work with here? Uh, you know, basically anything in the three and three quarter scale is really sort of the the size and the medium that I I don't know I'm, I'm most comfortable with, and you know most of my best work has been in that form. Uh, I mean, I like screwing around with the Star Wars figures. I'm actually starting to dip into the the vintage series, which I never did before. Uh, but I like, what I, what I really get a kick out of is taking, you know, a lot of the recognizable Star Wars bodies or Micronauts or what have you and sort of mixing and matching them with other maybe less known figures in the same scale to sort of compose like new original characters. And, uh, you know, it's fun to just sort of, you know, screw with people a little bit by like the figures that I choose to sample from. So it's, uh. I don't know. I just I like the whole medium. I'm gonna start messing around with the uh, Western figures, like cowboys. You know, like putting cowboy hats on like Boba Fett, shit like that. Yeah. So uh, I've been I've been. Oh, sorry, my air compressor is going off. Got to leave the room. I'm in the process of doing a little casting right now. So uh, you know, it's a lot of action. Just uh, drinking beer, smoking dope, 
casting action figures and hanging out on fucking yeah. nerdy sci-fi podcasts, you know, on Saturday you night, go. you know. <laughs> why, why, did you, why did you pick Saturday as the night for this show? Well, because uh, we're nerds and we have nothing else to do on Saturday night. It was the yeah, most annoying right. for that's, our guests. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> Two words, day <laughs> jobs. <laughs> Uh, Who ha- do, you have, do you have a day job? We all have day jobs. Yeah. Oh, that's, cool. that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> We're working on that, believe I me. I like my day job. You gotta find some way to monetize this thing that you do. That's, that's the answer. You gotta monetize it. You gotta... You gotta I mean, you, what, you sell mugs and t-shirts and stuff like that? Yes, we do. Yeah. yeah. And, and How's that working out? Well, I think we've almost afforded lunch for maybe half of us right now. Right, <laughs> right. Lucky. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Although, again, you we guys... get a hell of a lot more po- uh, every month. Our numbers are doubling, so, you know, we are expecting uh, some good things to come. And plus, we're focusing everything on our charity work right now. So once that's out of the way, we'll turn into greedy capitalists again. <laughs> right, I always thought it worked the other way around, but that's, you know, that's just me. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, obviously, yeah. you take a lot of inspiration in your artwork from old-school sci-fi. Is there anything um, anything that you particularly uh, love that hasn't made it into your work yet? Uh, <clears throat> like, old-school style? or I mean, yeah, sure, there's plenty of stuff. I mean, it's like... I mean, part of my whole new wave of figures, I'm probably dropping about 10 or 15 new figures in the next year and a half in this scale. And, like, the whole point is, like, going as far back as I possibly can and making sure I touch, like, every line at least once. Uh, the flashboard and stuff, you know, I mess around with, but, uh, uh, you know, there's plenty of stuff, but I, I just can't think of any of it right now. Uh, I'm just saying, I mean, what, Lost? I haven't done nothing with Lost. I don't know if I, I ever would, you know, but that's kind of, they don't, I don't really mess around with those toys, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What gave you the idea in the first place to, you know, just get into the music and the toys to begin with? I mean, there have been things that I've been interested in since I started to become a fan, you know, it's like, you know, always you know, got so into the action figures. I mean, I was there when the first 12, uh, you know, original Star Wars figures came out. You know, I was at that exact age when, when those dropped. And I was just completely, you know, caught up in that lifestyle. You know, it was like there wasn't anything else. And it wasn't even your kid. You're not even thinking about it. It's just that shit came at you so hard and so big and it was so awesome. And it wasn't, that hadn't happened before, really. You know, the way a complete package with the film and the toys and the cards and the music. I mean, it was all, you know, had the records. It was, it was all there, you know, and I thought, you know, that made me who I am today. And it's like, I, I try to, like, I'm still reacting to that and trying to emulate it in my own fashion. You know, it's like, I don't know, I guess, like, when I was a, when I was a little kid, I saw Star Wars and was like, I want to do that, you know, and it, you know, yeah. it came out to, to this, you know, it, not exactly making Hollywood movies, but I, you know, I'm more of an artist. Not that I wouldn't do a Hollywood movie, you know, if the, if the right feel came along. I have some, you know, <laughs> plenty of ideas for that. Plenty of ideas, you know, for all that. Yeah. I mean, it's like I, I, I love making these toys and putting out these, you know, illegal, you know, 
hipster street records, but it's like I would like to go big at some point, you know, mm-hmm. and actually do a, do a movie or a TV show. Nice. So when so when awesome. can when can we expect the psychedelic uh, Star Wars Christmas special album? Oh jeez. You mean literally, or just like, am I gonna? It's like, is there gonna be some? Am I gonna? When am I? When am I gonna lay my greatest turkey? Is that what you're asking me? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. When is my holiday special coming out? Uh, I don't know. I still gotta do my Star Wars first, so I'm not sure. You know, I'm still dabbling in my THX 1138. I don't know. Am I doing my American graffiti right now? No, please I mean, no. Don't want to push it. No. So we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> God forbid we hear Howard the Duck, man. No. Well, hey, don't yeah, touch Howard the Duck. And, uh, no, I wouldn't touch it for the ten foot pole. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, don't, I, I don't. see that on your website. I, I keep seeing all these great toys, and then it's like sold out, sold out, sold out. I mean, you basically just hit like the New York Comic Con every year and just, you know, sell out on on Saturday or what? No, I mean, I sell them all online, you know. It's like I put out two or three every couple of weeks, and, you know, there's only, like, 40 pieces available, if that. And, you know, I mean, all it's a, it's not that impressive. I mean, I make such low numbers, and all it really takes is, like, 30 suckers in the world, you know, to make it sold out. So it's not that hard. I mean, admittedly, this work is pretty cool, and, it was, you know, there's at least, you know, enough people to support it out there. Like I'm, I'm really not dealing with like big numbers, so it's like it's, it may, maybe it seems deceiving. I know it looks pretty awesome, you know, to be sold out. I do, I do Comic Con. I mean, I'm more into San Diego Comic Con than New York Comic Con. I always, always thought that was a better convention, and I do better business out there. And but you know, it's like yeah. I, I do those things. I do those things, but it's mostly online. I have like regular customers. Mm-hmm. Pretty. Uh, pretty fun, you know, doing so, this so gangster sport thing. What, what was it like when NPR wanted to interview you? Well, I don't know. I thought that was pretty awesome because that was, like, the first time anything, like, re- remotely, like, mainstream or legitimate or authentic, like, hit me up, you know, and wanted me, me to be on. I mean, part of me, like, kind of wanted that and was expecting it and was hoping for it. But not specifically NPR, you know, I wanted some kind of fame and recognition, but it was NPR was like the first one, and, you know, I went in and did it, and it was really chill. I mean, I already listened to All Things Considered, so, you know, it's like I knew Linda Wertheimer from the radio, so it nice. felt kind of natural. It felt kind of natural. Uh, it was weird. They deleted that clip from the site, though, because uh, I guess they got worried about, you know, copyright issues or whatever, so they, they actually took the interview off, but... It's okay. I don't know if it was a great interview or not. I'm going to kind of sound like an idiot. I probably sound like a jerk now. So it's like, you know, but even like more young and naive. So I don't know. But, you know, it was interesting. But, so this is nothing new for me, guys. You know, I mean, I'm a pro <laughs> with this. I've done been doing this. Well, um, to interrupt you for just a minute, we have a winner for our trivia contest. Hood1707 has won like the last three. <laughs> no, he didn't win last week. I thought he did. I thought he did, too. Oh, you're right. No, he did. Um, His answer, and, and tell me if this is right, the actress is Yancey Butler. And? And she was Witchblade. Yes, sir. Congratulations. Woo! You won the CD. 
Okay, so now I got to send this person one of my CDs for free just for answering that question. That's the deal? Hmm? That's, that's how it works. Pretty much the way that one gets played, yeah. And I guess I did agree to that, so. What's this person's name you want? Um, actually, we can um, give you the details off the air. Great, well, congratulations. I hope you like my record. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I recall listening to it at, uh, what, was it 8 o'clock in the morning on, on Drive Down to Boston Comic Con? Yes. <laughs> and all day oh, at the Comic Con before that? that. You made that video? What? <laughs> no, we didn't make that video. <laughs> Good Lord. That's where you first heard it, though. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting morning. So, Barely awake. Huh. I, I have a comment yeah. from Hood1707, and he would like the trivia prize to be donated to the auction for Gene. Cool. Oh, well, that's awesome. So thank you for your generosity. Thanks, Hood. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll drop a little something in the mail for you anyway, but thanks a lot. We really appreciate it. Do you know what we're talking about there, Sucklord? Excuse Hello? me? Oh, do you know yeah. what he meant by that? Okay. Yeah. Uh, getting back what? to the, uh, getting back to the music and all that though. So you you said you want to do this film series too. Are you going to be having any more CDs coming out in the future? Probably. I mean, to be honest with you, it's like given the movies and the toys, like the music thing, kind of it's sort of fallen to the wayside temporarily. I have like a couple of concepts that I've made demos for that I would like to finish. I mean, I got to be honest with you, you know, it's not, it's like, it takes a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of investment to make those songs and albums. And the, the payoff is so minimal, especially in this day and age, you know, people are just really not uh, really comfortable or used to or expect to really pay for music. I mean, nobody even really buys CDs. I mean, I'm reluctant to offer some of these things for download because, you know, I don't want to I don't know, I think the, you know, I think I've been safe so far doing that might get a little crazy, but bottom line, it just doesn't make that much money. And it's like, I'm living in New York City, you know, it's like, it's expensive. I can't really afford the time to make another album. It's like, I got to crank these toys out because that's what sells. The music right. is tough. I don't, I haven't really figured it out how to do it. It's like, it, that's more of a hobby. So it's, it's unfortunate, but Sounds you know, like when you I first started, I was making money off the CDs, what? You need a Padawan who you can teach to make the toys. Yeah. I mean, I do have a couple of minions and apprentices and underlings <laughs> and stuff like that, but, you know, I'm too, I'm too diabolical to really hand it all off completely. <laughs> but you're right. But I, I would like to do, I'm, I'm going to do the music. I have like a kaiju, like Godzilla album. Like I went through <clears> all the classic Godzilla movies and listed all the sounds and put them together in a bunch of songs, you know, mixing in like, you know, fucking some rock and all kinds of crazy music. Oh. But it's just, I can't get it out, you know? It's like, I don't, uh, it's just to make that would take me like six months, you know? And it's like, I don't know, if you guys can get some freaky rich guy, you know, to, to bankroll it, you know, that didn't care about making his money back and just wanted it for the art, you know, you could talk about that. Sorry, dude, if we uh, find that freaky rich guy, he's ours. <laughs> he's ours first, anyway. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, buddy? <laughs> freaky rich dude, if you're listening, we're ready. 
Yeah, yeah your skull. Hey, did you, did you guys see, speaking of Star Wars music, that, uh, that thing on College Humor, the uh, Galactic Empire State of Mind video? It's like the Jay-Z, Alicia Keys song done by Absolutely. Vader and Leia. And her, yeah. I love that thing. Yeah, that it was, was very, epic. very good. That's like my new favorite thing. Yeah. Do you know when it that was, came out? No, what are you talking about? Is it new? Oh, no, yeah. I think it's been up there for a while, hasn't it? Uh, just just a couple of weeks. I remember seeing it a couple of weeks. Yeah, ago. I, know, I just saw that the other day, and I've been having that on my on loop. That's like my new favorite track. Yeah. Like, so I, I mean, I like this original obviously because I'm from New York, and you know, we feel certain pride in having like a new dope anthem, and then just having it subbed out with Star Wars. And the the reason why I think that works so well is like doing those like sort of hip hop Star Wars fusion things are kind of iffy because it kind of requires that you have like a mastery of both of those things. It's like you could have like you could know everything about Star Wars, but your rhyming is kind of eh, it doesn't work. Or you could be a dope rapper, but you don't even you know your references are very minimal. You don't really grasp what Star Wars is really about. That song I think married the two perfectly. And uh, I think that, and, uh, that song was almost like what I was trying to do the whole time, and, but way better. <laughs> and not, not only that, it has a super... I think that's 98, but whatever. What? It also has a super attractive Leia. <laughs> oh my God, she is, she is fine, I gotta say. I mean, that, that was another part of it. She looked real good <laughs> oh, in both those outfits, and she could move that girl. I mean, that girl, <laughs> that girl is just hot. Who made it? Who are those guys? It's college humor. They do that all the time. They just produce that. It's like an in-house production. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, Planet. DJ, I, I know you thought this was going to be horribly painful, uh, but it's actually been fun. Appreciate having you on the show tonight. What, you thought this was going to be painful? No, you thought it was going to be painful. <laughs> it kind of was. I thought I started rambling. And I sound like a... Like a really sanctimonious smug jerk off with a lot of the time. Well you I are think. from New York. Well yeah, we kinda <laughs> yeah. expected that of you. <laughs> where are you guys where are you guys? Uh, we're we're actually all over the country. We're in about five different spots right now. Yeah. Are you guys like in the real America or like where are you exactly? The real America? <laughs> uh, it's hard well, to see the real America is anymore. <laughs> yeah, I am in that's, true. that's a whole other conversation. Boston is in Massachusetts. Boston, Illinois, the Northeast. We're all Area over 51. The yeah, we're all over the place. Yeah, that's listen, great. That's great. Well, listen, it's been a pleasure having you with us. Really appreciate it. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, thanks for putting me on. I'll let you know if I see like a, like a blip, you know, in the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know if there's nice. like an uptick. Well, you know, exactly. exactly. you might get an extra two or three. Might get a couple of heads, right? There exactly. you go. That's what it's all about, man. Yeah, it's, well, it's thanks. called it's the great. Side by Side really great. Gentle Slope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ask for that next time you hit the massage parlor. I'd like exactly. the Gentle Slope, please. <laughs> right after the happy Yeah. Hand. Yeah, that's what's about to happen. <laughs> anyway, Illustrator X will be in touch with you about uh, where to send the CD. Mm-hmm. Okay. And thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you. Hey, thanks right. a lot. Listen, before we go off the oh. air tonight, I'd like to talk a few minutes again, remind everybody... Uh, 
of our charity auction, which begins on the 8th of May and ends on the 15th of May. You can see the artwork there on SciFiSaturdayNight.com because that's who we are and that's what we do. Damn Skippy. Uh, and the as charity we, mafia. <laughs> the charity mafia. Yeah, yeah, that's what we need to be. The charity mafia. <laughs> Put a bullet in it now. Thank you. <laughs> Jeez, that's that's an awful nice website you got there. Uh, hey, you know, <laughs> it'd be a shame if anything happened to that. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, for a couple of dollars a week, I can make sure it stays nice and clean. <laughs> Mr. McNola, if there's a nice uh, hell boy you're drawing, if you ever want it to be a hell man, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to this called damn piece. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, so before we wrap things up, do you have anything you need to say, uh, Illustrator X? Oh, there's always things to say. We didn't even talk about this week's Smallville episode or the three alien prequels or anything like that. Or the Black Widow spin-off. Well, who are we the official podcast of again? We are the... Well, that is... If we're going to be uh, ramping it up here, we'll just do the coming soon calendar right now. And that was the official coming up calendar theme music. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was John Anderson of Yes. On May 1st, next week, we have a double header. We have editor Hunter Lagore of The Last Man Anthology. Uh, plus, Michael Hinman of Airlock Alpha returns for another round of Truth or Bullshit. And then after that, ladies and gentlemen, May 8th is our charity auction kicking off with a Robert A. Heinlein tribute episode featuring our special guest, Spider Robinson. And, 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 and maybe a couple of other special guests in there as well. You never do know. My mom's coming up. Hi, Mom. Uh, But the following week, May 15th, we wrap the auction and give you the final tallies for Gene Robinson. And we will be speaking with Ed and Adrian Ludwigsen of the uh, cult website phenomenon, What Happened to Sarah.com. May 22nd, we have our Granite State Comic Con special featuring director Michael Dougherty of Brown Coats Redemption returning for an encore uh, interview. You asked for it, you got it. Absolutely, man. Sorry. And then May. And then May 29th, we are continuing our author tribute series, doing a Fritz Leiber tribute episode. Uh, and we got some guy off the street named Harlan Ellison to be the guest that night. Wow. Woo! I, I just wonder how much different that's going to be from tonight's interview. No, sorry. Uh, mm, more verbose. But don't forget. But how? You can meet the Sci-Fi Saturday Night crew in person on May 23rd at the Granite State Comic Con in lovely downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Check out the guest list at dmcomics.com. Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of the Boston Comic Con and of Comic Art House, your one and only source for original comic artwork. Visit Bob and Kim at comicarthouse.com for the best deals on original art from all your favorite artists. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And I would say our thanks tonight to DJ Sucklord, so I guess I will. And our guest next week, Hunter LaCour, editor of the anthology Last Man, Catastrophe, Disaster, and Woe, and Mike Hinman from Airlock Alpha. 
Wow, it's as if I just read that. Yeah, oddly enough. So thanks for listening to tonight's edition of Sci-Fi Saturday Night from the Penthouse, Texas. Hold them all night. Private game at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Area 51. From the Four Color Vault of Comics in Manchester, New Hampshire. Thank you, Illustrator X and the Dead Redhead. Oh, it has been a total please, eclipse of the heart. Please, somebody stop him from singing, please! Oh, we're cutting him off. We're both like that. From Erie, Indiana, thanks, Java. Au revoir. <laughs> yeah, got that one right. And from the Austin Brighton Hellmouth in Boston, Kriana, thanks for all you do. Exactly. <laughs> this is Dome Saint Gene. I'm Dr. Chris with you. Good night, everyone. <laughs>